Yo, what's good, y'all? Hi, everyone. How you doing? We are back with another episode of R&B. <laughs> so I know that we were gone on our usual Friday, but as you guys could probably tell, it's been a busy week. Yeah, Robert has a whole ass new job. A whole ass new job. And I guess, I mean, obviously we do what's what's been happening in your week this weekend. I guess I can start. It's just been... Lots of like training and stuff, but at the same time, there's things that need to be completed at the property. So it's one of those things where, like, yes, I'm like training and the training's playing in the background, but I'm also doing like another project. So it was like a lot of like multitasking this week, but the people that I work with are super, super dope. Um, we it's so funny because we, we, we will have like conversations like we have for the podcast, so mm-hmm. it's been really cool to like have those conversations with somebody else who's just not you you know because yeah because you don't know what they're gonna say yeah so mm-hmm. whenever whenever they like comes up and they like start talking and shit i'm like wow y'all are doing the deep conversations i can do I this <laughs> i love that because i don't like to have small talk so oh my god yes so it's nice that you can connect with someone on a deeper level and robert's working monday through friday now so we're gonna have and i'm starting school again on monday so we're gonna have to figure out how the um recording schedule is gonna go of course we're gonna keep you guys updated um but yeah, we are here today, a day late. <laughs> but we still us. here, we still here. We're still here. Um, in terms of, okay, so for my week, like I said, it's just been really, really busy. Um, I've been training, learning how to like put together a lease. That's been hard, just so... Like the paperwork? Yeah, so they always say that the admin part is hard for guys, but the talking part is hard for girls. Uh-huh. Because the admin part is just like it's detail sh- oriented. Yeah, and mm-hmm. making sure that all the papers are in a certain order, making sure that you ask people for shit and all that Lord stuff. Lord knows you about to fuck that up. <laughs> I know. Lord knows. They already said that like if you just mess up something, they're like just say that you messed up and there won't be an issue. You know, like the honesty is the best policy type of thing. Like just tell the person that you misspoke. Or no, not even that. But like say I misplaced a paper in a lease or something oh, happened. Like instead okay. of trying to like explain as to why you me- you messed up just say hey i messed up you know like oh, i made okay. a, i made a mistake so i guess that they've had people before who try to like hide it and like you know do some like shady shit mm-hmm. so now they're just like just be straightforward we know you're gonna mess up it's your first time like doing you it. better make a list oh yeah i have that, i have yeah, a list on my, on my, on my you my always desk. forget things bitch yeah. i just i and i already know where my weaknesses is when it comes down to just stuff like that but like I'm pretty sure once I get the order down, you're doing the same order over and over and over again. So that'll be easy. Why don't they just have like packets? Like, so like, it is a packet, but you have to like print the stuff in a certain order, you know? So I know, but you can't, is it individual for every apartment or is like you can't, you get what I'm saying? Like, is it the same for every apartment so you could print it out in advance or is it like different? Like, it's individual? just, it's the, no, it's the same thing for every, every apartment, but you're printing out different things. So like. Right now, people have to go online and scan their social and their ID. So you have to like print out that checkpoint paper, mm-hmm. and then people have to go online and they have to sign their lease. So you have to print out their lease, okay. and they have to sign, they have to sign the privacy and sign. So there's different things that they have to sign. It's all mm-hmm. online, so we don't have like a packet that we're giving anybody. Mm-hmm. They're doing whatever they have to do on their side, and then we're doing what we have to do on our side in terms of printing and having it come out or whatever. But Bet you in a whole ass office job, a whole ass office job. I and never thought you'd be there. I know it's, it's it's actually really like cool. I guess just because when I get there. I don't, I, I, obviously it's only been the first week, but I don't feel like, oh my God, I hate being here, but I'm like sitting at my desk, like people are like, we're like talking, having conversation as we're like getting the papers together or whatever. They're like wearing AirPods, listening to music. Like you've like texted me at work and there's no like, I, it's not like if I have my phone on my desk, yeah, I'm I know. answering you, people. You have like, more like freedom. Yeah. Like I'm doing my own thing. So, and then the day seems to go by really fast. Oh, that's good. Say so that the day seems to go by really fast because when you're putting it together an application, it kind of like takes a while, uh-huh. but 
The only thing that I am not looking forward to <laughs> that I haven't done yet is answering the phone. Because oh, when, yeah. like, when you answer the phone, it's like you don't know what the person's going to say and they have a thousand and one questions. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel Confident, comfortable enough yeah. to like answer those questions. Yeah. So when people are like grilling me like, oh, what's this? What's this? What about this? What about that? What about I mean, this? you can always, like the nice thing about being on the phone is you can always just say, let me check on that for you. May place you in a brief hold. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Just to be able to like, can I call a friend? Yeah, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, I, so what they what they told us to do is like put the phone on mute or like put it on speaker if I don't have a question and then put it on mute so that they can hear it uh-huh. and then they can like answer it like with me or whatever. Yeah, but that's I mean, good. I'm not I'm not excited for that and I'm also not excited because right now our doors are closed to public. Yeah. So nobody knows who I am and there's another girl in there who just started four months ago and they still don't know who she is because she started once coronavirus started. But they said once the doors are open, people are in there. Like if there's a, if somebody has a problem, if somebody wants to talk, anything for just any reason. Just the yeah, office. People like, are busting in the oh, office. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, not nervous about it, but I'm like, that's gonna be like different, you know? That's gonna change it. It's yeah, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I've been trained with the doors closed, you know. So right Mm -hmm. now it's chill, but (laughs) yeah. And oh, that's what another thing that I think is so weird is that the country's like getting back to normal, but the virus isn't slowing down. I'm so confused about that. Mm -hmm. You know, like restrictions are kind of being lifted a little bit, and like. I just, I'm really confused how we're getting, I think everyone's just like tired of it. I'm not even sure what it is, but the virus doesn't slow down. Yeah. I think Monday when I was going to work, that like the schools were open. Schools, Kids were are, to, schools yeah. are open, Um, well, in my county, like on Monday. Yeah. I think mine started this Monday. Yeah. Kids yeah, were like, like, like the lifeguards uh-huh. were out, the police officers were out, kids were walking to school. Yeah. And, and like, I know you have the, like a lot of them have the option of going to in-person classes yeah. or doing it online mm-hmm. or like half and half. It's just like so weird to me, you know? But now that, that I'm like thinking about it, if I had a kid and like I'm working a full-time job, this is what normal people would do. It's like, I know. what are your options? Like, Yeah, exactly. That, and that's <clears> a lot of the reason why people are sending their kids back to school. But it just like, imagine just your kid picking it up and bringing it home I to you. Know. That's just, you know, yeah. whatever. And I get that people are tired of it, but it's a virus, guys. Like, yeah. no one's doing this on purpose. Mm-hmm. But whatever. And I'm starting school again, too. And I've heard a lot of kind of weird things about how it is in the hospital. Like, not being able... Like, I heard that if a patient is COVID positive, but they're asymptomatic, they can now be on other floors that are not COVID floors. I'm like, what? <laughs> to me, that's just confusing. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure it's just all about money. You know, like they yeah. can convert any more units or whatever. But I'm going back into it. And are I'm nervous about like going back. I just don't feel good about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, um,. I don't want to contract the virus and mm. I don't want to bring it home, of course. And then... Especially when you're like in school and like... Nursing, exactly. The nursing school is hard as fuck. So it's to, super hard. To get it for like two weeks and be like dying, you're not going to be able to keep up with Yeah. The, and maybe I'll be asymptomatic if yeah. I'm lucky enough. But yeah, it's just it's just kind of weird to me. Um, <clears throat> and I understand like it's important for us. That it's an important part of our education. Um, I just don't feel good about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I honestly didn't learn that much in the hospital. And because your hands on to a certain point. Do you know what I mean? And like, I don't even know what we're going to be like, if there's going to be any more restrictions on like things that we can and can't do because of the virus and stuff like that. So, I mean, I start Monday and I'll keep you guys updated. Um, how um, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah, this is your last semester. So how do you feel about that? You know? It's my last semester, and I'm really happy about that because I'm so fucking tired of being in school, <laughs> as I'm sure that everyone on the entire planet can 
like relate to that yeah um it just sucks because i'm like oh yeah i'm done with school but like am i done with school because like i mean i could still go back for other degrees that i kind of sort of need because i don't want to be an rn forever yeah. do you know what i mean so i just don't even want to think about it right now <laughs> one thing at a time i know man i'm like this this week in general has just been fucking insane my house so <laughs> My house has been obviously going through lots of like changes and lots of like renovations or whatever. And finally, they put the floor in upstairs, which is where I stay at. And literally, it's like my whole entire house was like picked up and then moved around and then put back down again. Yes. <laughs> All of the bedrooms are like trash. Yeah. Your bed is Robert on the floor. Has, yeah. Robert has like this huge wooden bed, like one of those like bougie ones. And it's like completely taken apart. Yeah. And the other, the room that we're in right now, the bed's on, the mattress is on the floor too. <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting for like the, the baseboards to like come in or whatever, but the floor is really nice. Like they, they did a really good job. Everything's really nice. It's just, and Robert then, has a whole ass new house, guys. Yeah, exactly. So I've been going through that. And then also I had my first like uh, marketing meeting on Thursday and I just went in and I thought it was going to be with uh, my neighbor who's in real estate. I thought it was going to be with just her. Because you mentioned to everyone that you're trying to do market. Did you yes. mention that? Yeah, well, I, I, I probably didn't. Did. But yeah, so so I'm working this full-time job and I like it. Don't get me wrong. But I, I'm just realizing throughout the coronavirus and, coronavirus and everything else that one income stream is not enough. So this marketing thing, the group that I'm in, there's people who are making 10K a month. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I want to make sure that I'm being consistent with this and still like putting in the effort because for me it's not like a if but like when you know mm-hmm. like when you're when you're consistently trying and you're consistently putting in work to something it's going to pay off you just yeah. need to be consistent with it so I have my first CQI a CQI is a client qualification interview and that's pretty much when so when you go in and you're meeting with somebody who's in charge of a company or in charge of something and you're like sitting down for the first time a lot of the time they feel like they're on the offense mm-hmm. they're the one that's asking you the questions they're the one that's asking you for the qualification so with the program that I was in I was taught to pretty much take that power back and what I what I do is once soon as we sit down and we start the conversation I'm like hey I'm super excited to learn about your your business um before we get started I have a few questions to see if, if you even I'm a good fit for yeah. what it is that you want me to do mm-hmm. so then I went through and I went and I asked all the questions and I was with my neighbor who's in real estate and I thought it was going to be just me and her but she actually brought the head person responsible for training in her real estate company mm-hmm. and then they brought the person who does mortgages mm-hmm. so like there was three really important people and i just sat down and went through the questions and when they, they they answered the questions we all had like a really deep conversation about it and it went really really well so next thursday i'm doing like the full-on presentation but the lady who does training for the real estate person she's like you know, I really am enjoying what it is that you're showing me so far. Of course, I'm going to want to see that full presentation, but if it goes well, I would like you to like, you know, I, I train all new realtors and I do it in out, out of a building. And if if, if, it, if this goes well and I feel like they could use it, I'd rather you start like presenting to them too. Mm-hmm. So that would be dope because then I wouldn't have to go out and find people because I would literally be going to their classes. Yeah. Okay. So just to clarify, because I feel like it was kind of confusing. Yeah. Um, Robert is working as a leasing consultant mm-hmm. full time Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. or for now. Yeah. Um, and he's also doing. He's trying to learn how um, to get into marketing for businesses. Yeah. So um, I, on I, the I, side. Yeah. So I would my. 
title for that is I get businesses leads. I get small businesses leads. So I went through a whole entire program with a guy who has his master's or whatever in marketing because there is no digital marketing degree. Mm-hmm. Like you can like UCF has like a 12 week program, but the shit that I'm learning is shit that this guy has been teaching for years and years and years and years. And like I said, he's he's gotten people to making $10,000 a month. So yeah. I went through his whole entire program and now I'm starting to reach out to clients and talk to people. But you don't realize with like a full-time job that like, it sounds, don't, don't get me wrong, it's great. Like waking up at 8.30 is not that early to me and then getting off at 5.30 is great. But I thought that like, oh, I would be wanting to like do stuff after work and everything. And it's like- You're tired. It's not even that I'm tired. It's just that I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. what I was telling you. I was like, I would rather work at night because I don't want to do anything after work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know, like, how I feel, I don't know how I feel about that either, though. Like, it's just, I think it's just different. You know, like, it's It's just, your pers- it's just, it's just you a know, different shift, you know? Yeah, and it's just a personality thing. Like, yeah. some people like to work in the day. Some people like to have their nights off. You know, some people like to work in the night. Yeah. It's just, it just depends on you, but. But when I was working at Universal, I would go in at 4.15 a lot of the times, and then I wouldn't get out till like, 2 on a busy night. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd rather do what I'm doing now than getting out at 2, because you don't realize, but once you get out so late, that pretty much affects your next day, too. Yeah, abs- yeah. I mean, that was, like, literally me last night. I got yeah. out at 1, so I got home, um, I don't know, one. 1- 45 something like that and then i didn't end up going to bed until 3 3 30 yikes you know and it just happens like that because i can't i'm not one of those people who no yeah we just, talked about it yeah, yeah. come Turn home and just go to bed mm-hmm. you know and even then i didn't have a good night's sleep um but it's just because there's like a lot on the plate because usually i would but i i definitely had to set an alarm to wake up this morning yeah you know because i was gonna wake up late and i don't like doing that because then yeah you feel like if i wake up at like 11 i feel like my whole fucking day is gone like mm-hmm. that shit's depressing as fuck yeah for me if i was waking up at two i'd be waking up at like one mm-hmm. just because i'm like tired your feet are tired or whatever the thing that i'm not used to is sitting down so much so yeah. I'm sitting down at a desk a lot. So like a lot of the times I'm getting up and I'm like walking around the office and they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm just not used to like sitting. Like, and that's like not good to sit so yeah. much, you know? So you're, you know, you definitely have to like balance it mm-hmm. with exercising outside of work or yeah, exercising at work, walking around, doing something. Cause yeah. like being on your ass all day is how people get super unhealthy. For and, sure. And, and we got fat. them, we'd be having like lunch breaks and they're like good lunch breaks. Like I think previous, like last, yesterday, Friday, whenever, whenever I work at last, our lunch break was ribs. Like, this girl went and like got ribs and they were fire. I'm sure they were, bitch. But <laughs> yeah, your your body's like, mm, it's like, bitch, you better get up and run. I know for sure. So it's like it's weird to like have a lunch break where you're actually like on break. You know, you're like yeah. watching Netflix and shit. Like it's an hour, know. you know. So I have time. You have time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I started going to the gym. Did I tell you that? I know. <laughs> I, I went to the gym three times this week. Wow. Um, and I only didn't go the last few days because my legs were hurting so <laughs> fucking bad. It was hurting to where like I couldn't sit down. Yeah. Like I had to hold on to something to sit down because like my quads were so sore. But now I feel a whole lot better like today. Yeah. But you know how like you work out and the day after it's like you're sore or whatever. But it's the next day after yeah, that so that you're like. Yeah. Ugh. I know. Um. But yeah, I'm trying to you know do something good for myself. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dead. tired of having no ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to give a little shout out um to someone that I used to work with at one of my first jobs. His name is. Josh, he reached out to me um, last night to tell me that he's been um, listening to the podcast, and it's really dope when you guys message us. We always say it. Yeah, for sure. That it it literally 
was such a nice thing to like because i woke up to his message was such a nice thing to see that he's listening and enjoying it and he told his friend about it um to get us some more listeners which is amazing and i've gotten two of those messages within the past week and it's just i just love that it's (laughs) so satisfying you know it's like inspiring too you know yeah Yeah. it makes you feel like okay so people do like it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i am or we are doing something that's good and positive and like if it's making people laugh and bringing them entertainment that's like exactly what we want from it so shout out to josh yeah for sure all right so today um i wanted to talk about coping mechanisms Mm. whether those are conscious coping mechanisms that you've learned um for how to deal with things in a healthy way or unconscious ones that maybe you don't even realize that you do that may not be so healthy um both ways you know what i'm saying conscious and unconscious healthy and unhealthy Mm -hmm. because i was talking to latif yesterday and i just i've always kind of not always. I would say within the past few months, I've realized this about myself, but more so now, just because of just because things are happening. But I am such an avoider, and that is my unhealthiest coping mechanism. I would say is that I, um, like let's say something serious happens, I won't feel anything like for it so like let's say something happens the next day i'll wake up and be completely fine and i won't feel any emotion to it and i'll just carry about my regular day like nothing happened like i don't deal with it emotionally and and then weeks months down the road possibly even years is when i start dealing with it and it's just kind of fucked up because i'll think that okay well i obviously before I acknowledged this, I was like, well, I'm just fine. That's just it. Like, why, why is, why is everyone looking at me like I should be feeling something for this when I don't, you know? And then now I'm realizing that I'm dealing with things in an appropriate time frame. I guess I don't even know. Which is why, which is why people were questioning you when shit like happened, you know? Because, something serious would happen and then you would like be talking to Brittany and Brittany's like, oh, ha ha ha. She's like making jokes about it and shit. And you're like, what you're like is this like, something we can make jokes about <laughs> is this like one of those things where like if something serious happens you think that the person is going to like be really upset yeah and it's like you kind of want the person to like feel it and like recognize what it is that's going on because if they're not then you know that they're avoiding it you know and it's you can't tell somebody they're avoiding something you just i mean you did yeah but <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't help you were like it you didn't know? help because it's not something that i was consciously avoiding it was just the way that I, d- I deal with things I just don't I shut down when things are I think too, like too emotional I just shut down and I don't feel anything for it and then I deal with it later on and it, what's re- really crazy about it is I did this to myself um I by nature am just a very emotional person and there are so many times like back to back where I was getting so wrapped up in things that were happening and having emotion towards it and I was just so sad and upset all the time that I taught myself how to stop feeling which is crazy like I I'm trying to think about how I did it but I think I would just have I would have feelings for something or about a situation and then I would force myself to stop thinking about it and force myself to stop feeling it and then it evolved into where it's now an unconscious thing and things will happen 
and I just don't feel anything. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's like weird because when I first met you, I feel like I was like you. Uh-huh. And then I like changed because I when I first met you, I was quick to cut people out of my life. Like yeah, I, but I think not, I've said that but before. you would be done with it though. You wouldn't deal with it. Yeah, I that, would be done with yeah, it. Yeah, you would just cut it off. Yeah. And I remember I was like really emotional. Like if something would happen, I would react immediately mm-hmm. and I would be crying and just super dramatic about everything. And now I'm just, I, you have not seen me do that in yeah. years. Yeah, but it's also, just like you said, I think it's not a detriment because I, I, I would say that I'm one of your closest friends, but you don't. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> but I, even me, like, it's not like you're coming up to me and you're like, hey, Robert, this is going on. That's going on. And then it's like, sometimes I don't feel the need to like to ask. ask because you're not telling me that anything's going on. Because you assume that I would just tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, oh my gosh, I don't talk about anything. I have internalized so many emotions and feelings and situations to where I think that people know about things that have happened and they have no idea and I feel weird even just like bringing it up or getting emotional about anything just because if I've just internalized it to the point where it feels like I'm like walking into a room full of people naked when I say things that are going on or the way that I feel about something if something is impacting me in like a negative way it's just it's so it's so unhealthy that I've like developed this coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And so now I just feel so there's this significant event that happened to me three years ago and it's something that has happened before and Robert has seen me be very emotional about it and it plagued my life for a long time and I was it was the source of so much sorrow and burden in my life. Um that I that's I can say that that's when I figured out when I started to teach myself how to just disassociate from the situation at hand in order for me to be able to carry on and like be happy because I swear I was gonna fucking fall off of a bridge do you know what I mean I was like at the very edge and I had to figure out something to pull myself back and that's just me this is me looking back you know and when it was happening, I mean, I knew that I was trying to protect myself, um, but I didn't know that it would be, I didn't know this this would be the outcome of it. Um, and that event that happened three years ago, I was so upset about it, and I, you know, cried about it. That, that same night, I cried about it, and I was upset and distraught a little bit, um, but the next morning... I woke up perfectly fine, like nothing ever happened, Mm -hmm. and I felt great, and I went about my day, went about my week, went about my year, went about my three years (laughs) without addressing it, without feeling anything about it, and now I feel it. Three years later, I'm finally dealing with it, Mm -hmm. which is insane, because I literally woke up, Robert, and... I was like, well, I feel great. And I just pushed everything down. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that I did it. It felt I just it felt so natural. It felt so genuine. And in the moment it is genuine. Um and it's not that I'm like super upset about it now, but I definitely am feeling things and thinking about things in a way that I haven't in three years. Yeah. Oh I just God. think that like maybe you like everybody, everybody who's going through like something really hard. You don't want to be going through that for so long. So people just try to skip the steps of like, 
okay, well, like you grieve it, like you like the whole grieving process. Like you know, you're you're mad about it, then you're sad about it, you're then you denial. reflect on it, and yeah. then you yeah. So like you you like skipped all that stuff, and you went straight to like, oh, I'm happy. You know, like oh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just happy. Like I'm happy now. But it's now. over. Yeah. Like if I just don't acknowledge a situation, or if or if I just like act like not that act like it didn't happen. If I just if I just believe that everything's okay, everything's okay. And it's it's just so wild that I've developed this mechanism, grooming yeah. mechanism. But I mean, maybe that's why you feel that like like that deep layer like depression because you're like, oh, everything's okay when everything's not okay. So mm-hmm. when you're saying that everything's okay and you're like slapping like a okay sticker on it, but there's like so much shit under it, like. You can like, yeah, everything's okay on the surface, obviously, which but, is why mm-hmm. you're like, oh yeah, guys, I'm fine, everything's fine, and we're like, everything, like, like everybody who's looking at you knows that everything's not fine, but if you're saying that it's fine, how can there's nothing that we can do to be like, okay, well you're not, because I can't tell you how you feel, because mm-hmm. like I tried before, <laughs> and if I tell yeah. you that you're you're like I'm fine, Robert, I'm I'm okay, like what do you? You're like I, I like I at one point you were like I don't I don't I don't get what you want from me, like what do you want me to feel for it, and I'm like. I I have more feelings for it than you have for it. Everyone had more feelings. Yeah. This is a completely separate situation, yeah. but everyone had more feelings towards it than I did. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Cuz it's I'm just great. not it's not natural to just to have to have somebody like on. go through a big thing like that and then they're just like, "Oh, I'm fine." Like, you know, like And genuinely I was fine. Because imagine if that was me and I went through something like drastic and you know it was drastic and I'm like, oh, Brittany is fine. I'm fine. You'd be yeah, like, what It's kind of scary to hear them yeah. say that. Because you're like, what is actually going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now I have a better handle on my emotions. So I feel like before when things, when situations would happen and I would get so overdramatic with like the emotion and the way that I feel about it. Now it's like, even though I'm dealing with it later, I still have like way less emotion than I would before, which is preferable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm like, how do I unlearn this behavior? I'm, I'm like, do I want to unlearn it? It's kind of dope waking up the next day and not feeling anything. But is it dope dealing with the three layers later? <laughs> 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 uh, that is too funny. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, you know, I'm such an avoider. I just like, I don't like to be in shambles. And mm-hmm. when when I, you know, there's things that happen that can just really throw you off. Oh yeah, for sure. But and I, think, I just hate feeling like that. I think that that goes into one of my positive coping mechanism mechanisms is that. I've just learned that maybe I've learned that shit's just not gonna go away. So whenever I feel something or something like drastic has happened to me, I try to literally deal with it head on. Like I try to my my model that I think that's got me through everything that I've been going through so far is like put one step one foot in front of the other. You know. Okay. So yes, yes, facing what is going on is necessary and is healthy but when i'm when i have these things happen i don't think that i'm avoiding it that's the issue do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't consciously say i'm not going to think about this tomorrow i don't do that um i this is not something that i'm doing on purpose anymore before i was doing it on purpose now it's unconscious now i'm not forcing myself not to feel i just simply do not 
Well, and I'm not even talking about like feeling, but you need to or like, deal with it. Like I, I, I think about it. Like when those things happen, I, I mean, the, not the first one, but the second time, um, I thought about it, like front to back. Yeah, but thinking about it and like doing it is different. But what do I do? What like, am I supposed to how do? How you, how you learn to like not feel and not not deal with it and avoid it. That's the same way that you'll learn to deal with it, feel, and be in it. You so know? what? Like force myself to cry? No. Nobody's saying that you have to... I'm not forcing you to feel anything. I'm just saying that I think that you need to start forcing yourself to deal with it in that present time. But what does that mean? That means if something drastic happens and instead of you being like, okay, well, I feel fine. I'm, I'm, that's but it. But I'm just... I'm not... I'm, and it's, not even, it's not even about your feelings. It's about, it's about like... Say... Because I don't want to say... Uh, okay, so I understand what you're saying, but I... I, it's not that I'm waking up and just saying, oh, I feel fine. I genuinely feel fine. No, yeah, it's not about your feelings. I'm saying you, because, okay, say that you were dating Joe Schmo and Joe Schmo, you guys were together for 17,000 years and then you guys, 17,000, oh God. You guys ended up like breaking up and the next morning you're like, I feel fine. But you say that and then you don't talk to Joe Schmo. You never address what what it what it was the reason why you guys broke up. You never address the feelings that you had during the emotion. None of that. You're just like, I feel fine. I don't have to talk to him anymore. That is allowing yourself to not feel any of those emotions. Because when you cut that situation off, you're also cutting off all the feelings. So I guarantee you that if you talk to that person, you're going to feel <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee that if you if you if you talk to that person, you're gonna feel things. But you not talking and you not like doing it is you like cutting Robert? it off. You just spill some tea. I okay. I've, I've never you're, heard you're you coming I, from it. Hold from on, like, hold on a sec. Yeah, I've never. You've never said anything like that to me before. You've never given me that advice before. Yeah, you've always told me to do what I have been doing, which is cut it off. But it needs to be. I'm. So, I'm no. I'm genuinely like. <laughs> jaw on the floor right now <laughs> bitch you you literally are always like oh cut people off cut people off you're never like yeah that's how it was before them. but like because i'm like I wow. don't don't get me wrong i still believe in cutting people off okay growth robert okay <laughs> i still definitely believe in cutting people off but I, like you talk about whatever it is that made you like feel that way and then you cut it off you know because then then you have no reason to feel anything because I'm, then you then you've laid it all out there like this is the way i felt this is the reason why i felt that way that person just gets to say their part or they don't whatever i mean you can say whatever you want and then bounce but at the same time it's like you're gonna wonder why that person like responded the way that they did or whatever mm -hmm. you know because i'm like now that i'm going through like now that i've learned now that i've gone through shit i'm like i used to be like you too i used to like cut it off and i used to be dead ass over it i'm still like that but at the same time if i would have taught myself to avoid like you did the only way you can unteach that is to deal with things head on and then once you once you start dealing with things head on and you realize that like okay, well, this still isn't doing anything for me, then, okay, cut it off, you know, like, but you need to find out if... Basically, you're saying getting clarity and closure? Yes. Okay. Because I, I guess, I guess I don't need clarity and closure, but mm -hmm. some people do. Yeah, everyone's different. Yeah, so... For... Especially when it just depends on how much a situation affected you, because there's certain situations where it's like, okay, I'm like, okay, I don't give a fuck about that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is what happened fine whatever but obviously like there's certain situations that hit you just way to your core mm -hmm. you know because it's like i still i would i think i still do that i still do the whole avoidance thing but it's only when it's to me it's like say for some reason i feel like you did some really fucked up shit that i can never forgive you for mm -hmm. i probably wouldn't talk to you about it really yeah like say it was like something really really intense that 
I I don't even know what it could be. Maybe like. I mean, you know what though? I, okay, so I, I hope that we are on a different level to because we just are so open with each other that you could. But I I have done that that same thing too because, um. <laughs> I wish I could just be like fully honest, transparent, and just like say everything to you guys on names know, and like we're, right now we're like talking in like situational things, but we're also vague. talking about a situation. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's not my stuff to tell; it's Brittany's. I know because I mean, like, you don't know who's listening to this. Yeah, because like now that everyone's messaging us, being like, "Oh my god, I listen to your podcast! I love your podcast!" I'm like, you guys actually listen to my podcast? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I I did that. There was a really emotional situation that happened to where someone was like having a mental breakdown, and I took, I tried to be, I tried to help, and I think that I did the right thing. But the person, but one of the other people in the situation didn't necessarily see it that way and it hurt me so bad i i was like in the same house as her and i cried the next day in private Mm -hmm. and i just and i walked back out of the room and act like nothing happened and i haven't talked about it with her since and i don't ever think i will because i just can't even like because there's just there's just certain things that you that you don't expect the people close to you to even Mm -hmm. think about doing like josh my one of my best friends on the whole entire planet if josh did some like like unforgivable fucked up shit to me it's like I've had you in my circle. I've had you in my life for like so long that you should know that I'm not going to be cool with that. So at that point, you had no respect for me. You had no like my like I you, I didn't even cross your mind when you decided to do whatever you did. I think it depends on what it is because sometimes people do things and they don't think about how it's going to affect another person. No, yeah, for and, sure. You know, some people don't realize how much that that their words can hurt, and maybe they maybe it was like miscommunication, like they didn't mean it in that way. So it's like even though. Even though I, I understand where you're coming from, because I kind of feel the same way, I also understand that the only way to resolve situations is to talk about it. No, yeah, and I and I get that, but I guess unfortunately, I guess maybe the people that I am uh, around that I have in my circle, I hold them to a higher standard than just a normal normal person. Yeah, absolutely. So then, therefore, because I hold you to a higher standard and I've like let you like get past a lot of walls that a lot of people don't, I'm like. There's just no excuse. You're at the core of the onion and you fucked up? Really? <laughs> there's really? just there's just no there's just no excuse, you know? Cuz mm-hmm. like people know like like you know how I deal with people. Josh knows how I deal with people. Everybody knows how I interact with people. So the fact that you like saw you see you see that, you know all of that, you have all the background information. It's like I given you all the tools to not fuck up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sensei. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I fucking feel that. Um, I feel like I should tie in, like, okay, so I have, um, I guess it kind of ties into, like, what I already said, and I'll just mention it before mentioning, like, a really healthy coping mechanism that I had before. Um, so, <laughs> if, if someone gets too emotional in front of me I shut down and I feel like a serial killer I feel like like a sociopath because like you know how they just don't feel any emotion like at all like they don't understand yeah bitch same um like for example my I'm the same way I just get awkward though um okay so like (laughs) I mean okay I get awkward too because like, let's say my sister came to me and was upset about something that I did or something, uh, a way that I made her feel. And she's like, really like crying and just super upset with me. I shut down. 
I've, I completely shut down. That, that's happened to like us. Like, Me and you. Yeah. What? <laughs> like that. There, <laughs> there was one time when <laughs> I was getting ready to like go to the movies or something like that with one of my friends, and Brittany, Brittany doesn't tell me that she's coming to my house or anything. So I'm like getting ready. I'm like getting dressed and shit, and I hear like a knock on my door. It's like I'm like what? I'm not expecting anybody to be there. So my dog's like barking and shit. And I open the door, <laughs> and Brittany's standing in my archway, and I'm like. Hey, she's like, starts crying. I'm like, <laughs> I felt so awkward. I'm like, what is going? So I like give her a hug and shit. I'm like, you want to come in? She's like, yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and that's exactly why I don't do that because I I hate that. Yeah. I hate that people are seeing me cry and like be upset about something. That was so embarrassing. Like to think back, that is so embarrassing. <laughs> Bitch, he he opened the door and I was like. <laughs> and, I, and i i just remember not having like any you didn't emotion know for what it. to do yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then there was that one time on your birthday too where you were screaming and hollering me out of the car <laughs> and i was just sitting there <laughs> and Brittany was getting even more mad she's like say something feel something <laughs> i'm like uh <laughs> yeah i get like that too and it sucks because it makes me feel like why don't I feel anything? <laughs> like, this person will be crying and so upset about something that I did. And I'm just like, can you please stop? <laughs> I think a lot of people are like that, too. Yeah, but I mean, any situation that's emotionally charged mm-hmm. and somebody's, like, showing ex- at you with extreme it? emotion, yeah, it's very hard to, like, realize... Reciprocate that same emotion. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh my God. Just, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of my unhealthy coping mechanisms that I have now. Um, All right. Well, you think about it. <laughs> I know I don't like um, rejection. And I think that's an unhealthy coping mechanism in terms of like, obviously in like relationships and shit like that, but just in like life. I don't think anybody likes rejection. I know, but how do you deal with rejection? That's the coping mechanism because you know, everyone, no one likes rejection. I you know? deal with it by like how do you deal not with putting out a lot, enough risk, you know? Okay, so you, you'll hold back. Okay, yes, so. exactly, yeah. So if you feel like something might not work out, you don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I do the same thing. And it's bad because like in, like, okay. In order for something to work out, you have to risk Yes, it. you have yeah. to take chances and like, sometimes it's not gonna work out and you just have to be like okay with it but bitch I'm not okay with that shit either cause I'm <laughs> such a calculated person I do not like to regret things um, I think about everything that I do before I do it and that's what makes me would make me so pissed when I was younger was that because I think about every action that I make and everything that I say because I, I'm a conscious person I would be so perplexed when people are like oh I just didn't think about the consequences mm. I didn't think about like how this action was going to like affect you or, you know, I'm like, but what do you mean you didn't think about it? Like it just happened. But what do you mean it just happened? (laughs) Like I couldn't wrap my head around that because I'm like, but you thought about it, but I didn't think about it. How? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like what is wrong with you? Yeah, you realize that like people do be just out here doing shit like on on a whim. And I'm like, I... I don't think I was like like that before, but I think I'm like that now. Where, because I, you've always said that people do something, like there's always a reason as to why somebody does something, mm-hmm, and there's not. 
Always. <laughs> yeah, I know. But when you said that, I, it made me realize that it made me think like that, you know? Yeah. Because I think that maybe internally there's a reason, but it's not always as big as what you're making it out to be. Because, of mm. course, yeah, there is a reason that people do things, but we may think it's like this huge, thought out, calculated plan. Yeah. And it was actually just, yeah, just something little to them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone views the world differently. Like mm-hmm. everyone has different perspectives on things and the way that they uh, process information. And that's something that I just couldn't wrap my head around. Uh, but now that I'm 26 and I'm a lot older and things have happened and I've met different people and I've got to see different viewpoints and have these different conversations, it's helped me just to understand that like people are more different than you can even imagine. Mm-hmm. And honestly the podcast has helped that when we had like that series of just having a bunch of people on the podcast to like talk about things and just give their opinion on um situations or you know emotions that they have it that's part of what helped me to realize that like damn people are so different from each other (laughs) so different because you know you and i are really different but we're also really similar Mm -hmm. so it's like you know i think i just had like this core group of people that i've always um been around and so it sort of made me think that like okay well everyone's like like this this, but they're not yeah um so that's just super interesting um but a positive coping mechanism that i have that i've um i kind of started to get into a little bit recently but i used to do a lot when i was like going through it is writing no what are you writing so I had this like um, small like notebook and I would just write the way that I feel and I would write and write and write and I'd be so upset while I'm writing and I would like write the day, write whatever I thought um, until I felt better. And it's crazy because it is like, it's such a therapeutic experience because I never reread anything that I write, right? I just write it to get my feelings out. Mm-hmm. Um and you would see me, my hand would get like cramped and shit writing because I'd be writing so hard and so fast. But looking at just even um, the way that I was writing, mm-hmm. you it would be like super sloppy at first and just like fast, whatever. And then by the end of it, you'd see it kind of like, uh, like I, that I was writing slower and you would see um, the words start to get like more like knee yeah. and all of that shit because I was starting to calm down and that was something that really helped me to just process emotions and just you know when you feel something and you're like I need to say it to them I need to say it to them instead of doing that instead of saying it to them say it to the notebook mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and yeah. like because at, at that point you're like still going through the Emotions of getting what you it's, want it's out of your head mm-hmm. on out of your like it's it's coming out of your head onto a piece of paper. Exactly, so you're, you're getting the the feeling of like that you're getting it, it out, but mm-hmm. you're not like yeah. Mm-hmm. And it that is so <clears throat> helpful. And I did that the other day. I just like was trying. I was laying in bed trying to fall asleep, and I was like, oh my god, like my my mind is just like racing. And so I just like turned the lights on, got like the first fucking piece of paper that I saw. I just started writing, 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 and then I went to bed after. And that is something that I, is so simple and it's so easy for anyone to do because everyone has, you know, not everyone, but you know what I mean? You can hopefully get a piece of pen, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, a piece of paper, a pen, all of that stuff in order to just like, um, in order just to uh, get your feelings out and even if it's not anything that you think is a big deal, but you feel like you want to say something, but you know you shouldn't, girl, get your phone out, type it out. And you know what? That's what, that's that's what people get themselves into trouble when they're like mad at their boss. So they like write an email and they're not going to send it. And then sometimes they accidentally send it. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically the same thing. But I mean, like, obviously like if you're going to do that, don't put 
their name you know what i mean yeah. don't actually put the email address mm -hmm. but open the notes app in your phone write that message get a piece i i find it more satisfying to write yeah you know what i mean to physically write something down but that is something that is so helpful mm -hmm. just to like calm your shit down because um i still just i still believe that you shouldn't talk about things when you're upset because you need to calm down and you need to like Think clearly about, think clearly about it because yeah. people always say like really <clears throat> messed up things when they're upset yeah. and you know even if you if you apologize about what you said you still said it mm -hmm. i like okay like, that's why your dick's small <laughs> <laughs> that ass bitch um but yeah like you know, you can apologize about whatever you want to apologize, and I can accept that apology. But am I? Does an elephant forget? Does it? No, it yeah, doesn't. Forget. It's like it's like when somebody says something out of their mouth, like they it, it went. You through, thought about yeah, that. it went through their mind and it came out of your mouth. Yes, yeah. and that's obviously even if maybe you didn't mean it, you kind of meant it because mm -hmm. you wouldn't just spew words. You know, because I, I mean? wouldn't like. I know what hurts the people that are like next to me. So if I yeah. if I wanted to cut deep, I can. Yes, yeah. and and even if you didn't necessarily mean what you said, you the intention behind it was to hurt, mm -hmm. and that's even I think a wor worse than just saying something that's fucking rude. You yeah. know. I think another thing that's like really really helped me is low key just unplugging from social media. You know, like because. Before I would, I would when I was in high school. I just remember getting upset, and I would never like go to like social media and be like, "This is why I'm upset." But you know, everybody on Facebook stay ranting. Yeah, about but I would just, I would just go and I would like post a quote or something like that. And it's like you know, that's healthy. That's that's healthy too, I think. But I think it's even healthier to just not do any of it because just the idea that people don't know everything that's going on like in your life it's just so peaceful because it's so funny. Well, for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so Not funny because like I, I have posted recently on Facebook that, like, I said something, like, very vague, like... Well, you said, like, changes are happening. Changes are happening on the horizon. That's what I yeah. said. And um, Alicia, one of my friends, one of her friends, uh, literally took the screenshot of my post and sent it to her and was like, what is he talking about? Who? Like, like, Wait. <laughs> just mouthed it to me. Yeah, he's like, she's like, what is he talking about? What is Nosey he ass. like? Like, what is he doing? Like, Y'all are barely even friends. Exactly. He's like, and that's that's the that's the thing is that social media gives access to people who aren't your friends, mm -hmm. and they know things that your only your friends should know. You yeah, know? but like, but in you know, my counter argument to that is then why do you have her as a friend on Facebook? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then if you feel that well, way, well, to be honest, I use my social media and my Facebook for connections in terms of like. If I post something about, like, like recently I just post something about marketing. Mm -hmm. And I had people, you know, put things down. Yeah. So I'm using it as, like, a source for, like, my connections. I can tell you right now that n pretty much 90% of my friends, that people will just add me on Facebook, I'll add you back. But that's why people have a, have Finstas. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. like, here's, like, what I present to the entire world. And here's what, like, my my like close friends see and that's i mean that we have close friends on instagram too but you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying finsta close friends that type of stuff and like i i understand what you say in terms of like you think that it's powerful to have people um not know about privacy, your life like privacy privacy is power, privacy is power. Mm -hmm. um on mm -hmm. the flip side a lot of people use their social media as an outlet to express themselves yeah and so just like how i'm writing these private letters to myself that no one's gonna read and i'm not gonna read um they're expressing themselves in how 
in the things that are going on in their life and it makes them feel better about the situation that they're going through. No, I and, get that. But at the same time, like those private thoughts should be your thoughts. So once you like open it up to yeah, everybody but that's else your to opinion. like, no, yeah, yeah. But once you open it up and you give everybody else the ability to like comment, somebody might not feel the same as you. Yeah. So now your private thought is being judged. Yeah. By somebody who, who that was that in wasn't your intention, yeah. yeah. You were just trying to get the thoughts out of your head, and now the person who disagrees with you, now you're like, now I have to go back and forth with this person, and I didn't even that wasn't that, that was, wasn't my reason for posting it. That was like so much in the Black Lives Matter yeah. movement when it was like going really hot and heavy. You were having so many arguments, but that was on purpose. <laughs> I know, but you know what purpose. I mean. Yeah, like it, let's say you just wanted to post just in support, and then like, someone replies yeah. well this is stupid because everyone's just <laughs> burning down the community and all of this shit and i want to yeah. go to target because so so for me i was definitely posting things that were charged so i was doing it not to get a reaction or anything but anybody who's on my list that doesn't know where i stand to me that was me being like now you know where i stand if you didn't know now you, you don't know. know now you know Bitch, some girl that i went to high school with um she we were in band together and shit and she's like italian but she always post Trump shit and I always send it to Latif because I'm like, oh my God, look at this dumbass bitch. <laughs> and then she posted a picture of her on a four-wheeler, of course, like super redneck with an American flag behind her and a Trump flag and she's like, if you didn't know, now you know. Yeah. And I said, you know what I know? That I just unfollowed you. <laughs> I was like, click. I was like, bitch, that's, that's, I just can't. I was like, that's the last straw. I was yeah. like, which is probably what, what, what certain people did to me too. But it's fine. Yeah. You know, like, that's the whole point of you point. doing yeah, that. Exactly, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I knew but now I just can't even stand to see your fucking face <laughs> unfollow. Unfollow. She's like, where are all my followers at? Where are they? <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, because I'm like, social media is a place where, like I said. It's you, good and bad. Yeah, you can show people whatever you want or whatever, but I just, like, I, I feel the the power in that privacy. I feel the power in, like, yeah, so the people, that, people who are around me know what's going on, and those are people that I only should know. Same, like, bitch. the person that I haven't spoken to in five years that I had as a friend on Facebook shouldn't know what's going on in my daily life. You should, I, I didn't give you access to that. Yeah, love that. Mm. Yeah, that's what people, like, <clears throat> I saw this girl at my job that I haven't seen in, like, I've, I see her, like, here and there, but I don't, like, ever hang out with her or have, like, in-depth conversations. And I used to kind of talk to her because we were friends with the same person. But she's like, oh, my God, you're in nursing school? What? I did not know that. Well, I'm like, yeah, because I didn't post it on social media. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm done, basically, too. And it's like, yeah, that's private. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you wanted to know, to know yeah. you should have talked to me. It, should, it shouldn't be as easy as me like typing in Brittany Chung in Facebook and then I know like where you work. I yeah. know when your last relationship was. I know why y'all, yeah. why y'all broke up. I know who your other friends right? are. I know like it's just... It's definitely intense. You know everything about somebody from a <clears throat> click of a button. And it's like, why, yeah. would, why would they even reach out to you and ask how you're doing? Because they can see how you're doing. Exactly. And it's like, don't be surprised... One, yeah, I am graduating nursing school and you didn't know about it. Why didn't you tell me? What? Why the fuck would I go out out of my way to tell you anything? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only thing you need to know is I have a podcast and you should listen to it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Did us. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of R&B Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys like our podcast, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts so you know every time that we post. Make sure that you give us a five-star rating and a review. And if you want to check us um, out on Instagram, our Handle is the official underscore R and B. 
My Instagram handle is brvtt, and our website is rnbpodcast.com. Yes, I am mostly only active on Instagram and barely even that. So, but just in case you wanted to follow anyway, it's Rob Bates, R-O-B-B-A-T-E-S-S. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.